Hey there, fabulous teacher. Have you been wondering how to make writing time in your classroom more effective for your students? Do you want your students to love writing time? If so, I think it's time for you and I to start transforming your writing instruction. I'm Melissa Morrison, and I have a passion for helping teachers to feel confident in teaching writing and help them grow successful writers. I've worked with numerous teachers to guide them through this transformation, and in this podcast, I bring you the practical strategies you need to make writing the best time of your day. Let's get going. Hey there, teacher. How are you? And welcome back. Thank you for coming to listen to another episode. And we are still in our writing process series. Today, we're talking all about revision or revising. So my first question to you is, why do you have your students revise? Pause and think about it for a minute. And just consider in general why your students are revising. And then maybe even think about why your students think they are revising. And we know that revision in writing is in order to improve your piece, to make it the best that it can be. You're adding, changing, or deleting. Um, But we know that as teachers of writing and as teachers of writers, that we want the focus to be on the writer and not on the writing. And I think that's especially important when we consider how we teach our students about revising and how we teach them to revise. We can very easily get into the mood of worrying about what the piece will be in the end, focusing on the writing and tailoring our the things we're asking our students to do to revise to that, right? To this thought of what the writing should be looking at or the expectation of the writing piece itself. And I've seen this in every grade level. You might think that's not the case in kindergarten, but I have seen in kindergarten and first grade where teachers just think that this is what they should be doing. And so when they go to talk to them about their piece and they're trying to get them to add more, to write more, to have more words, and that's not always what is needed for that student or what that student is capable of. And so I think we need to remember, even in the revision process, when we're teaching our students about it, that we need to remember we're teaching the writer. And not only do we have to remember that because we want them to do what they're capable of, but we also want to remember that so that we don't start fixing up their piece. And we just remember that what we want to do is get them to understand the reason for revision and then how they can do that. What are all the different ways that they can revise? What ways can work for them and help them so that they can have strong pieces of writing, that they can show improvement in their writing, not so that they can have this certain piece, but so that they can show improvement and they know how to do that. I really believe that one or maybe two of the things that are so helpful with revising are the same things that are helpful with writing in general. And what we want our students to um, know about writing or feel about writing is that they want it to be meaningful or we want we want it to be meaningful for them. And we want it to have a purpose, which I guess is kind of the same as having a meaning. But if we want our students to be invested in making their writing the best it can be in the revision process, and they have to be invested in it from the beginning. And so we want it to be writing that is meaningful to them and to the world, right? For some reason, this is this is important. And even if it is just a writing piece for them, 
but it has meaning and a purpose to it. And therefore, we also know who it's for. We know who they might be sharing it for because then there is a motivation. There's a reason behind it. And that makes that everything about it important. Um, and it will come into play when we're asking them to try some revision strategies. So it's always important when we think about that. Um, and so when that also, though, helps us to get them to revise or to think of revision strategies, because if we remember the purpose of the piece of what they're doing, then we teach different ways to revise for that piece, right, in that genre or even for the writer themselves. It will help us along the way to come up with things that we talk to our writers about, but we will get to that. So the other thing I want you to think about is when does revision happen in your classroom with your writers? So if you're thinking about, um, and, and this will be different, I guess, for everyone, depending on where they are in their journey of um, workshop, because if you are truly in the workshop mode, your students are making their own decisions even about the pace of their writing. So when are they drafting? When are they starting a new piece? When are they going through and revising or even publishing? Um, and so if you're not quite there and everyone is still somewhat together, when are you having them revise? Because revision does not need to just be right before editing and publishing, and it doesn't need to only be when you're about to publish the piece. So I'm thinking about um, if a workshop if you're in a workshop unit and let's say you're doing a genre unit and so you're in third grade or second grade and they've written a few pieces and you think about them eventually choosing one piece that they're going to finish with or let's say um, sometimes in the older grades even starting with third grade they might have a few ideas in the beginning they might try out a few things but then they typically pick a piece um, a topic that they really draft more and more and more and that's eventually the one they would revise but depending on the grade level, but really in every grade level, they don't just have to wait until they have the piece they really want to go all the way through with, right, that they want to publish. Any piece can, you can take some time to revise and you can even start teaching them to revise as they draft. So that's something else I want you to, um, A, consider or think about what you're doing now and then consider how you can um, start implementing different times and teach them how they can revise at different times in their writing process. One definition that I found of revising is to make the draft more accessible to the reader, to sharpen and clarify the focus or argument, and to improve and further develop ideas. And, you know, we talked about in the drafting episode where drafting is more of developing your ideas and getting them out and organizing them, and then revising is even more of that, right? We continue to do that. Um, and so, of course, that can be changed a bit, re revised a bit, the definition of revising for your grade level. But the intent is to make it better for the reader, to make it more clear for the reader, um, and then to, to hit the purpose that you have for your piece. <clears throat> and so this, when you think about um, what are the things that students need to do in order to revise, well, one would be to reread it. Whether they reread as they write, you know, I just wrote two sentences, I'm going to reread it or reread it when they're done their whole piece, both probably. But that even can happen with kindergartners, sometimes even still first graders who are in the drawing or composing with pictures, um, develop it part in their development <clears throat> because they can look at their piece and say, okay, let me reread this. Let me tell it like it's a story or tell it like I'm teaching someone 
and think about what my reader would be getting from this. And even if they're looking at their pictures, they look to see, is it clear or as clear as it can be for them? And they might say yes, even when it's not, because that's where they are in their stage and that's okay. But there are things even with drawing that you can help your students with. So in Jennifer Saravallo's Writing Strategies book, again, she has many strategies for teaching writing. And although revising strategies are not separate because she has them organized according to her goals on her hierarchy, there are several writing or revising strategies in each of the goals. And so even when we think about the pictures, <clears throat> she has things there for that. It really is. Is this clear for my reader is one of them. Um, let me think about the picture in my head and try to put it on the paper. She talks about using shapes. There's all sorts of things. And what they can also do even in the picture stage is still tell a story or teach across pages. They can understand that they don't need or don't always um, – they, they don't always only have to have one page, one picture that's telling them everything that they want to say. You can start to teach them that stories have a beginning, middle, and end. And so perhaps their picture that they drew, when you ask them, can you tell me this story, you then might be able to say, hmm, so in this part, you drew, so I'll use an example of, let's say they were drawing about being on the playground and finding a butterfly with their friend. And so let's say they have the playground and then they have the butterfly in there, which is great because that's exactly what they talked about. But if you get them to tell the story and maybe they even say we were at the swings and then my friend saw the butterfly and I went over there, then you might be able to talk to them about how their first page could just be their friend at the swing. The second page could be the picture they have there where they find the butterfly and that's it. Or the third page could be something else they say in their story. And so then you can start to even revise to help include um, all the parts of their story. That's even something you can do with those who are in the drawing stage because you still want them to learn those things um, even without the words on the page. <clears throat> there are things also that you can do with students in the developmental stage where perhaps they're only doing scribbles or perhaps they're just doing labels, one letter labels on their writing, the same sorts of things um, that you can do to make it clear. If you know that they could start to apply some letter sounds and they're not yet, you could talk to them about making more clear with their labels and putting letter sounds. Hey there, again, teacher, I just wanted to take a break to let you know about a free resource that I've created for building independent writing stamina in your classroom. And this checklist isn't just about using things like timers or music, but it actually includes all the things that I would want you to think about when teaching the writer in order to help um, increase their engagement and therefore build their stamina for writing time. So if you're interested, you can check the show notes or um, find it on Instagram. And I hope that it is a helpful resource for you. I often find with writers who are um, kindergarten, first grade, even if they do have some writing on the page, they sometimes <clears throat> start to write a different story. And they still include it in the same book or put all the pages together. And so that's something that they can do to revise when they reread it and you, you know, ask them, they say, is this clear to your reader? Do they know what you're talking about? Or is this 
did this happen at the same time or is this another time because maybe it's another story or if they're teaching about something and then they start to tell about something else. Um, so that's revising because remember it's deleting is part of revising as well. You can take things out. Um, and again, it goes back to the focus of the piece, um, who they're writing it about. You can, And depending on the grade level, you might start to even talk about the um, genre itself and the structure of the, of the genre. But when you think about revising and you think, okay, this is just a first grader, just a second grader, what would I want them to do? Well, think about what you want them to do as a writer. What do you want their piece to include? What, what do you want them to consider as a reviser? So one of the things that Lucy Calkins talks about is trying to get your students to share what is strong about their writing. So like a great um, conferencing question is, what did you do really well in this book or in this piece? And, you know, whatever they say is very telling about what they find valuable or what they think you find valuable. And then, you know, when you hear what is strong for them and you ask them to find that in their piece, you know, um, that or say what is most important about it and, you know, in some way have them tell the strength and then say, okay, it does everything else go with that? Or is there anything else that is not as important? Um, or how can we make this piece to be as strong, this part of your writing to be as strong as the rest of the writing? So that's one thing that you can do. Um, but making sure that they understand the purpose, you understand their purpose, what their writing is for and what they're trying to do with it can help you to get them to revise. I'm not going to go through a whole lot of strategies. There are tons of great ones that I wouldn't probably be able to do any better than Jennifer Saravallo in her book. <clears throat> but I think another thing that's helpful in, in helping your writers to revise and really thinking about the writer is if you know for your class and then for each student what their goal is, what is it that you're trying to help them improve upon right now? That could very well tie into a revision strategy. So for example, Let's say your goal is elaboration. It could be a class goal because I certainly can see where when you look at writing pieces, you might notice that they're just tell not telling enough about it. <clears throat> um, or perhaps it's an individual goal. So then you think, okay, how can I get them to elaborate after they have written their draft? Or how can I get them, and this is not a revising strategy, so I apologize, but how can I get them to think about as much as they can when they are drafting? Um, and so there are a lot of things that Jennifer Saravallo has in the units of study. I know there are some um, ideas and techniques for this, but you might just have them really think hard about what happened. Can we go back to the memory if it is a memory story? Or can we think hard about what we're trying to teach? What are all the things you know? What are the things you do? What are the things you did do? Who are the people that are there? All the things you can think. And that might be several different lessons. They might act something out in order to do like a how-to piece or to tell a story about something that happened. Because when it gets physical like that, they're gonna be able to add those sorts of details. So when you think about all the things that they can do in order to make that happen, let's say focus is something that you need. Maybe your higher level, higher grade level writers are doing an opinion piece or persuasive essay and they have to focus on their thesis and they have to make sure everything connects. So what would be a revision strategy? Well, rereading and taking each of those paragraphs and saying, am I going back to the thesis? Am I connecting it and proving in this paragraph that thesis point? It's simple as that, right? Um, so when you think about the goal either overall for your unit 
or for each individual student and then choose revision strategies that would be helpful for them to be able to make that happen because again, it is about the writer. So I want to talk a little bit about that idea of revising throughout the writing process and what that might look like and how it can be a little different for each grade level. And I want to refer back to the drafting episode, the previous episode, because I know we talked um, about how we want students to be able to feel like they can just get their, their thoughts on paper and not have to fix it, right? It's not going to be great at first. Um, and we want that. And that if that's something that they are still struggling with or something you just want to really get across, then I would consider what I'm about to say and think about when that would be important for you to share with them or which writers it would be important or helpful to share with them. Um, because we do want them to feel that that is okay. You know, that that's good, that that's the purpose of, of drafting, that we want them to get their ideas down um, as best they can and in a first fault kind of way. However, I think we still don't want them to only think about going back and changing things in their writing at the end. So, or, you know, before they're about to publish, that it is okay, of course, to go through and change things. Now, I don't see this happening quite as often with your kindergartners and first graders only because they don't have as much there on their paper. And so it's pretty much going to be, they're going to draft it. You know, they're drawing their picture. Now, some of them are going to draw and erase a little bit, but they're drawing their picture. They're putting a few words or they're putting a sentence. Um, and then they're done and that's when they might revise. But as students are writing a little bit more, um, they might be able to handle where you say, you know, you've written a couple sentences and then you're not sure what to say next. Well, go back and reread them. And when you reread them, all of a sudden you might notice maybe even more than just a word you missed, which is more editing. But, you know, could I write that in a different way? Is that coming to my mind right now? Um, students who are writing pages and pages in, in a piece or in a story, they might write a couple of pages and, you know, the next day they go back and read it and they might be ready then, even though they're not even finished writing their story or, or all the chapters in their book, they might reread it and say, hmm, what can I do to this right now? What jumps out to me or what's really strong or what isn't strong and I want to fix up? And even if they just take notes about it and do it later. But I think that we don't also want to wait until the end of a unit and teach a bunch of revision strategies. And so it's helpful throughout your teaching to think about what you could share with them in terms of revising that they can start practicing whenever they're ready to. All right, fabulous teacher, I want you to consider what are your next steps when it comes to revising and helping your writers to strengthen their writing through revising? Are you going to consider teaching some strategies throughout your unit and helping your students to apply them as they write throughout the writing process? Will you consider the goals of the unit, goals of the class, goals, goals of individual students, and then choose strategies um, for revising that will help them to achieve those goals? Um, or will you maybe just check out Jennifer Saravello's book where she does have quite a few strategies to teach in terms of revision. But please remember, as always, to help um, to teach revision with a writer in mind, teaching the writer and not the writing. And I hope you'll come back next time. Mm -hmm. 
Hey again, I am so happy to have had you listen in again today. I would like to ask a little favor. If you're enjoying the podcast, could you take a moment to go wherever it is that you listen and write a review and tell others what you find um, so great about these episodes? I would love to be able to share it with more teachers to help them in their writing instruction, just as hopefully I've been helping you. Thank you so much.